Hello and welcome to episode one of Are You Still Into It? A podcast with me, your host, Mikey. Just to say, if you had the chance to listen to the pilot episodes that I put out just before Christmas, thanks so much for all of your feedback. It's been really, really nice to hear people be quite interested in the project. Um, Just before we get started, I would just like to introduce the man behind the magic, Kieran. Hello. Kieran is the guy who is recording me and doing an excellent job of producing this podcast and has an all manner of wonderful preamps going on, which look very, very cool indeed. Um, So yeah, first episode, we're in January, although January is nearly over. Um, Hope everyone had a good Christmas break. Before I get into the kind of main thrust of this episode, just wanted to talk about uh, the new Morrow album called Fallow, which I did some vocals on again just before Christmas and was released on Bandcamp over the last couple of weeks. If you go to Morrow Punk's Bandcamp, you will find it there. It Morrow are a epic cross band with string instruments and general brilliant post-apocalyptic epic stuff happening there, created by lyrical genius and visual mastermind Alex CF and put together with the work of the amazing Dave Robinson and Gefred and a bunch of other wonderful people, including a ton of different guest vocalists, one of whom was me. So yeah, if you are into the likes of Remains of the Day, Ikaya, Fall of Ephrathah and so on, you will probably dig that record. So if you've not had a chance yet, please listen to it. And I'd also just like to say that I dedicate this episode to the memory of Ursula Le Guin, who passed away uh, last week, which was obviously, yeah, really, really sad, an absolutely incredible writer and thinker, and for me, a massive, massive source of inspiration. So this one goes out to her. So the theme of today's episode is the punks taking back noise and black metal from alt-right apologists and edgelord bros. And within that as well is also subverting and moving beyond the kind of standard four-piece rock band model of kind of punk music. So, you know, bass, guitar, drums, vocals. The three bands that I'm going to talk about today are kind of pushing things in quite a different direction and actually use the fact that they're a two-piece or a three-piece band to do some really creative things within those limitations. And I think that's a really interesting kind of not necessarily a conflict, but just a sort of interesting contrast for bands to kind of play around with. So without much further ado, the first two bands I'm going to talk about will be SBSM and Regana, both of whom were over in Europe and the UK on a tour early last summer. Both great bands, both very different sounding, but coming together with a very similar ethos, which I think is really, really complimentary and was really, really great to see them play on a couple of nights. So starting off with SBSM, they are a, I guess, a noise punk band. And before kind of describing them fully, I just thought I'd give some uh, of my background and ideas on noise and how it's kind of been a part of DIY punk and DIY communities. Um, Obviously, I think noise has had an amazing artistic influence on things and there's been some really incredible creative Uh, noise projects and artists particularly coming out of the DIY scene and when growing up in Brighton in my late 20s there was a really really 
active noise scene that was kind of alongside but also slightly separate to the DIY punk scene and there was some really nice cross-pollination and crossing over going on where there was lots of house parties and kind of shows and mixed bills and I think that really kind of kept things varied and interesting. Um, obviously there's also a lot of noise which is like really really quite bad and quite insufferable so it's uh, it's a particularly uh personal genre i think you really either connect with some stuff or you really really don't there's not really very much room for you to just kind of go oh yeah like i guess i can kind of dig this or listen to this you're like you're either quite into it or you just want to turn it off so noise also then i think really started to kind of re-emerge in punk with the whole 2010s resurgence of power violence and a ton of bands that seemed to were taking influence from the likes of man is the bastard Bastard Noise, Iron Lung, The Endless Blockade, and a little later, Full of Hell. And all of those bands are awesome, but something started to really mess up when everyone thought that they could start doing a solo noise project alongside their kind of fourth-rate local knockoff of those aforementioned bands. And there were some really, really terrible results, um, not to mention this, the weird tribal mentality of early 20-year-old straight hardcore boys and the kind of parochial protectionism that comes of that and sort of you know doing limited tape releases of just 17 units for them and their mates and it basically meant you were just getting a really bad version of screamo made out of feedback and pedals by kids who are flailing about in controversial black metal band t-shirts and it is just extremely trite and dull fortunately sbsm are a complete desecrating affront to all of this boring edgy hardcore boy nonsense and thank god uh, getting to see them live with Vagano was really really awesome um sbsm are made up of rosie sep and roller they are a three-piece queer poc noise punk bulldozer of a band they're also involved in the scream queens radio station a radio station that plays punk post-punk noise no wave dark wave electric clash industrial you get the idea and with a focus on championing artists who are not straight white men they also produced the Scream Queen zine, which I believe is wrapping up its second issue. The first one was amazing. It was a huge A4 tome of a zine filled with like really in-depth interviews and discussions, in particular around a lot of the DIY queer noise artists based in Oakland and other parts of the West Coast of the States. Um, I'm going to include a link to the Scream Queen's radio Tumblr, and so you'll hopefully be able to find some of that material if you want to investigate further. In terms of descriptions for SBSM, I think the best thing I can do is just read this one from Thrilling Living, who are putting out their latest seven-inch Leave Your Body, as I think it really summarises beautifully what SBSM is all about. Hardcore was an adjective before it was a noun. This is haunting, cacophonous, strange and beautiful music. Machines with heartbeats and minds of their own, live drums, a table full of noise, and three geniuses in complete control, laying joy and rage to tape. Oakland's most important band is available for the first time on vinyl. So yeah, this that I think perfectly just kind of summarises what SPSM are all about. Uh, really enjoyed watching them live and just thinking to myself, I've got no idea how this band is creating this kind of noise. There was just a ton of pedals, a ton of kind of kids casio keyboards and various other things just to kind of create this swirling strange really abrasive take on sort of noise punk 
They have live drums, which I think add this really excellent extra rhythmic layer to this. It keeps things engaging, but in quite a bludgeoning and unnerving way. It's a really anchoring punk backbone that keeps their songs rooted and it just allows them to push into some very beautiful and strange directions. Having no guitars means there's far kind of looser structures and there are some insane textures on this as well. So I think I don't need to sort of say any more about that. I think I'll just let you guys listen. So this is the first track off the Leave Your Body 7-inch. This is Invisible Cyclical. So that was SBSM. Um, now I'll move on to the second band of today's episode, which is Regana. And anyone who's known me over the last couple of years will know how much I've kind of gone on about this band. So apologies there if it feels like I'm rehashing. Also, I don't know if it's Ragana or Regana, but posh South of England accent is going to win on this one. So I'm going to say Regana. Um I discovered Regana via Val's Instagram, where an illustration from the amazing British Columbian illustrators Tin Can Forest 
of Baba Yaga and the Wolf was placed and had a link to the Regana band camp. And so I checked it out and immediately fell in love with what I heard. Um, anyone who's saying that social media is killing new music and DIY is just going to have to suck it up because it's actually a fantastic way of discovering artists who you may not necessarily find out about. Describing themselves as Storms and Golden Light from Oakland, California, they were originally based in Olympia and then have moved further down the coast. Regana are an incredible two-piece made up of Maria and Nicole and consisting of guitar, drums and vocals. Their latest LP, You Take Nothing, got quite a lot of coverage last year by Noisy and was released on An Out Recordings by the incredible Anna Vo. Hi, mate. An Out Recordings is an anarchist, queer, feminist and anti-racist black metal doom drone and noise label. So if any of those things are your jam, I would definitely check out An Out. It is a really, really awesome label. Regana combine elements from a ton of different genres such as black metal, lo-fi singer-songwriter, weird folk, drone, punk, indie rock. You sort of get the uh, you get the idea. And although it may make for familiar reading on paper, it's actually Regana's take on all these influences and what they create with them that is what makes them truly unique. Being a duo might initially seem like a limiting or restrictive setup, but actually these limits actually result in some really inventive music with none of these songs falling into conventional structures, but always remaining engaging and compelling. And again, I think with just two people performing these songs, it is extremely present. There's nothing to kind of hide behind it. It's just so honest and raw. They, these songs really ebb and flow beautifully, swinging back and forth from weaving these spidery melodies and hushed, sometimes chanted vocals into a storm cloud of distortion and blast beats and screaming. A loose, clumsy comparison would be, say, if someone like Grouper or Opayan started experimenting with bedroom lo-fi black metal projects, but I also think that doesn't really quite capture the magic that's at work here. This is clearly music being made by two very passionate people, played with a heartfelt urgency that you immediately connect with. And it also just feels like this music is way bigger than two people. And I definitely, when seeing them live, was just sort of in awe of how minimal their setup was, but how much emotion and power comes out of it. And they also have probably one of the most amazing live guitar tones I've ever heard. It just really felt like shimmering rain. It was just amazing. Their previous records, Unbecoming and All's Lost had more of a winding and twisting song structure to them, whilst You Take Nothing and 2015's LP Wash Away have a bit more of an austere and expansive sound to them. Uh, I listened to Wash Away a ton whilst I was travelling in the west coast of the States two years ago, and I, if I'm really going to overdo the whole Pacific Northwest forest punk thing, I would say that their first two recordings are kind of like you getting lost amongst the winding paths in the woods, and that the later two records what happens when you finally emerge from those woods to look across a very desolate and wide plain and that although the view is beautiful it is also very very bleak so i will be playing uh this is my favorite song i think that they've ever recorded um this is off of their new record this is winter's light
Right, so that was Regana with Winter's Light and continuing the black metal theme, the last band I'll talk about today is Dawn Raid, a anti-fascist anarchist black metal band, recently released their latest record, The Unlawful Assembly. Dawn Raid are based in Liverpool and are made up of Simon, Fabian and Matt and are a black metal band that also have use of a violin, which adds this really lovely melancholic aspect to them. In their own words, they are battle hymns for the class war, which is a pretty awesome description when you think about it. And they've been extremely vocal at calling out Nazis and generally making black metal and metal music in general an unsafe place to be if you're a fascist, which is really, really amazing work. Their origins were in previous Liverpool band We Came Out Like Tigers, but Dawn Raid were a more furious and direct kind of channeling of the music that We Came Out Like Tigers were starting to experiment with, particularly on their last EP, which I think is still a really, really great record and you should check out if you want to hear kind of some of the playful experimentation with the ideas that will then become Dawn Raid. Dawn Raid had previously released an EP called A Thorn A Blight, and that was Ace, but this one has just stepped it up massively. I think it's one of the best records released from last year, and it's been getting a lot of press from wider metal publications, which is awesome. It's really cool to see a sincere band from a DIY background taking the fight to a wider audience and pushing the whole metal has always been political angle. I think it's really great. The Unlawful Assembly is out on Halo of Flies, Feast of Tentacles and the band's own label, Action Now. They are also, I believe, having CDs put out by Prosthetic Records. And just as a description from the band themselves, they say, this is a 10-song strong call to arms. These are battle hymns for the coming class war. As described earlier, they are desperate, furious black metal with a lot of melody and a use of the violin adds these more kind of subdued and atmospheric sections to them, which keeps the pace flowing really, really nicely. Just using one guitar at the kind of centre point of their music, it's actually amazing how much character these riffs have. They really drive a lot of the songs, and I think if the performance and playing wasn't as good as it is, those songs could really start to fall flat, but it really holds together along with some absolutely amazing drumming. Um, there's a melancholic and atmospheric take on black metal with a slightly regal, medieval, folksy vibe to it, which the violin definitely aids. When I'm listening to them, I definitely feel a bit of early over is going on. And when you have the kind of more atmospheric and subdued lulling sections, something really, really special starts to come together. In terms of production, it just sounds really natural and really full. The drums sound amazing and have a very natural, uncompressed feel to them with the snare and the kick being really present but not sort of overwhelming or dominating, which I think can just happen with a lot of metal records where you really get that slight digital sheen to things where it just becomes a bit difficult to listen to. It just doesn't sound very much like an actual band. I think it's so cool that they've made this black metal record that feels really full and massive sounding whilst also just sounding like a band playing together. Um, it's neither sterile or ridiculously overproduced. One of their strongest assets is usually when they emerge out of a particularly quiet section into a kind of double kick pedal, massive riff combo, and it, it always hits the mark. And they're also keeping their tempos varied and inventive whilst 
always serving really punchy, catchy songs. The whole record feels like it's been written with live performance in mind. And it's been amazing to see them transform into one of the best live bands in the UK. Split into two halves, the record has these kind of two sections to it. So the opening section, The Wild Service, is more direct and aggressive, and The Wild Magic is a bit more melancholic and contemplative. Uh, No guesses which one I prefer, but the first half of the record is still really, really killer. It's just that The Wild Magic has this opening one, two, three strike of the ceaseless, arbitrary choice going into held in a lunar synthesis into Strike Again, The Hammer Sings, which is just this amazing triple whammy of songs that are just incredible. I think it's also important to mention Dawn Raid's lyrics because, again, this is something that in black metal I don't think are given as much sort of weight or as much attention because the music is usually so atmospheric and the vocals are more just an extra texture or instrumentation to it. But the lyrics that these guys write are just really beautiful, poetic prose and... I just think it's as strong as the other instruments, so it really adds something to it. And I'm actually just going to read a little section from Strike Again, The Hammer Sings, because I just feel these lyrics are just so, so amazing. So it's, Where is the logic in tolerating boundaries that the eye will not see, the heart will not follow? To uphold these limits of land betrays a limit of the mind. We are only alive in these songs and the songs belong to the land. We must bury all those that divide us under the ash of every national flag. It's time to end the pain the borders bring, so let's strike again, the hammer sings. Again, I just think that's just incredible in terms of, probably you could just read most of these lyrics as poetry, and what's also nice is both sides of the record end with a folk song with kind of cleaner vocals, and I feel like really taking things to the sort of neo-folk apologists, usually a bit of a sketchy genre, and again trying to just sort of reclaim folk music as music of working people and not connected to some horrible blood and soil nationalist type of belonging in such a sense. Instead it's just much, much wider and much more heartfelt. Um, I think I've said everything I want to about Dawn Raid, so I will now play Strike Again, The Hammer Sings.
Okay, so that was Strike Again, The Hammer Sings by Dawn Raid. And that brings us to the end of this first episode of Are You Still Into It? Uh, thank you so much for listening. I'm going to post the various links to the bands and kind of labels that I've been mentioning on this podcast. So if there's any of those that you want to check out further, please just click on the link. Likewise, any feedback, any comments, do let me know. And yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs>